This is episode 74 of African and American with your girl, Six the Goddess. And keep in mind, I'm a goddess and I'm sensitive about my shift. Peace and love, family. I hope you all are doing well. I am doing well coming at you with our 74th episode, meaning that next week is our 75th episode, which to me is such a milestone. So um, we're definitely going to have to cook up something special to celebrate our 75th episode next week. Here we are. You guys have been on such a journey with me <laughs> throughout this podcast. Like when I really think about from when the podcast started back in 2017 to now, I'm like, you know, we've really been through some things together. <laughs> like we really are a family and a tribe here on the show and we are learning and growing every day. Um, you know, when I get messages from my sisters and brothers saying, oh my God, you know, you shared this with me and I learned this and it helped me in this way. I've had people come to me and say I've saved their marriages, saved their lives, saved their relationships, made them not feel alone, gave them hope. This is what it's all about. You know, it's about we all have a calling. And, you know, I take my calling to be a teacher very seriously. I do understand the sacrifices that come with that, the lifestyle that comes with that. And um, I am really at the point in my purpose where I totally accept who I am, where I am, what my purpose is, and the good, the bad, and ugly that comes with that. Um, Throughout everything that I've been going through, this is always my outlet to keep me going. And I always just pour my truth and pour my perspective into every episode. And it has gotten us here this far. So I'm going to keep doing it. Um, As you all know, I like to really touch on the subjects that most people probably are afraid to touch or won't touch because who gonna check me, boo? Okay, I have powerful ancestors behind me um we as a people have to get a lot more comfortable with our our spirituality our traditional spirituality as a people uh we have to remember our ancestors are our family okay um i saw um some comments the other day on facebook that really hurt my feelings and it was these two girls and they were going back and forth and and they they shared a post and in the post the person was talking about their ancestors and the girl was like oh um y'all out here giving all the credit to your ancestors and the universe and I don't like that y'all have forgotten about Jesus and the ancestors and it's like hold on sweetie okay hold on baby girl um when you hear me speak about spirituality or religion I am qualified to speak on it because I spent 18 years of my life as a Christian. I've read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Okay, I grew up Jehovah's Witness. Everyone likes to make it seem like the Jehovah's Witnesses are not a Christian organization, but they are. They're actually one of the few Christian organizations that actually implement and strictly enforce what the Bible says. Half of the stuff that you can get away with in the Christian church, they will disfellowship you and kick you out in the Jehovah's Witness religion. Okay, so I actually grew up studying the actual form of Christianity as it's supposed to be. Okay, according to it. So I've spent 18 years studying that, going door to door, preaching the word. Okay, if you're not familiar with Jehovah's Witnesses, they don't play. 
Okay, it's not just church once a week on Sunday. No, baby, it's Bible study. It's theocratic ministry school. Okay, we have conventions. Growing up, I would go to Christian Jehovah's Witness conventions, eight to nine hours days reading that Bible and Bible literature. Okay, after I left Christianity, once my mother passed away, once I got grown, I then began to study my, my ancient traditional forms of general spirituality as African people. Because all African spiritual forms deal with your ancestors, um, you know, your, uh, your birth charts, astronomy. All forms of African spirituality implement some form of those foundational things in some way, okay? So we really have to stop this divisive mindset where people say, oh my God, well, Africa has so many different cultures and so many different spiritual systems. And that's great. And that is the beauty of us as a people. However, we have to truly respect the fact that all of our cultures, tribes, spiritual systems, or whatever, are all based upon one very similar component. And that is family. Family ancestors, same thing. Okay. Um, It's a problem. When so many black people to this day feel guilty, they feel like, oh, well, I can't serve two masters. I can't be in touch with my ancestors and be in touch with Jesus. Why not? Who? I mean, what invisible box are you in that someone has taught you that uh, your ancestors are something demonic? This is your grandma. You know what I'm saying? It's any dead relative that is blood related to you. If your grandma was alive, would honoring her be a problem? No. Why is it a problem when she's dead? Okay, we got to stop being so afraid. The minute that you understand the power in your ancestors, you move different because you understand the protection, the guidance, and the invested interest that your ancestors have on you. Jesus has no invested interest in you. He doesn't even know you. He ha- Have you ever met him? You never met him. You have no evidence of him ever living. You don't know who he is. You're basing everything you know about him based off of a book that literally on the cover says that it was translated. You don't, you never met the person who translated. You don't know anything about them. You don't know their credentials. You don't know if they check out. You don't know what their intentions were behind these translations. But when it comes to your family, these are people you knew. These are people you know. These are people that are related to you. So how on earth you can be hesitant to honor them and use them to guide you in this world, but be totally comfortable going to and honoring and worshiping a Jesus that you have no idea who this man really is. That's a, that's an issue, y'all. Okay. It made me sad when I saw them comments on Facebook and saw them talk about, oh, they're one of those people that talk about their ancestors instead of Jesus. One of those people. Come on now. All right. You know, if 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 those of us that practice our natural spiritual forms, if we decide to practice that over our typical Christianity that we were taught, we are able to do that because we took the time to educate ourselves on what was given to us, which is Christianity, and then to educate ourselves on our spirituality and the alternatives. So once you have educated yourself on both things, then you are qualified to make the educated decision on which direction you're going to roll with. But so many people were born into Christianity, have never been around, studied, invested in any way, shape or form 
in their own natural African spiritual systems, but then want to be online bashing it and saying, oh, that they're one of those. How, sis? How, my brother? You don't even know anything about it. Except for what? Probably what who? Your pastor told you. We're going to have a real talk conversation this week because it's time to wake up. It's time to stop playing around and it's time to stop beating around a bush. All right. Um, So like I was saying, you know, I speak the truth on this show. I could do so because I have strong ancestors behind me and who going to check me. And this week we need to have a conversation because as you all know, there is a constant fight to conquer us, to destroy us. Um, these people have decided that before they give a quote unquote racial equality, they will work overtime to erase the concept of race in totality. And what is a prime tool that they are going to need to make this happen? The prime tool that they are going to need to make this happen is the womb of black women. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, sisters, okay? Um, I am a warrior. I'm a warrior, period. Uh, There are male and there are female warriors, okay? Male and female warriors move in different ways according to the type of battle, according to uh, the feat that is at hand. So present day in 2020, um, You being a warrior as a black woman is not allowing your womb to be a weapon against your own people. Okay, I'm a feminine woman. Am I going to get out there and be knocking people over the head? No. However, we're going to be chess warriors as black women. We're going to fight the war in the correct way, which is to say that, okay, um, you know, we know that these people are dying out and we know that they're not going to be able to survive on this planet for much longer. And so guess what, baby, that sounds like a personal problem to me. Uh, I wish y'all the best on figuring that out. But guess what? You will not use my womb to implant your seeds to carry out your own agenda and your own survival. When I see a sister with a white man, it just makes me very sad because it's like, sis, you are literally. That is more powerful. You as a black woman giving away your womb to a white man is a more powerful act against your own people than any form of quote-unquote racism, oppression, or white supremacy, okay? That is, that holds more weight. That is more powerful than any of those things. If you want to see a change, if you want to see an exchange of power, tell black women to leave white men alone in totality, Okay, that's how you fight as a black woman. Now, I know that we've been programmed with all the Oprah and Tyler Perry movies that black men are so bad and black men are so terrible and that we can't depend on them. Um, I see the lack of accountability in black women where they would rather date switch the race that they're dealing with as opposed to switching our own toxic dysfunction but honey if you're moving in a toxic and dysfunctional way you're going to have those problems no matter the race of man you are with men naturally want feminine women 
okay? They want feminine women. They do not have time to negotiate, beg, or plead about it, all right? So when we as black women speak out and say, you know what, as a black woman, I can say that we honestly have not been groomed to be feminine. We honestly have not been groomed to embrace our woman and femininity. We actually have been groomed to do the opposite, and it's the truth, Okay, and I can say that as a black woman, it is the truth. Now, are there some black women who were groomed to be feminine? Of course, there's always an exception to the rule. But most black women, we simply were not groomed to be that way. All right. And as a result of that, now what we do is all I see is sisters sitting around complaining, talking about, oh, black men are stepping out. Black men are stepping out. What a saying it with an attitude. Okay. The power of femininity is the power to influence. We do not influence black men to be what we need them to be by talking down on them, by doubting them, by making them look bad. That's actually the total opposite. That actually will make the man go further away from you. Okay, so I really cringe when I see sisters sitting and complaining so much like, my God, do you ever have anything positive to say? Like, how are you ever supposed to attract a positive black man who will respect your femininity and give you space to be feminine if, one, you're not even being feminine, and number two, your attitude's messed up, okay? It's time for us as black women to stop complaining and start making a difference, okay? As black women, we're one of the most powerful beings on this earth. We don't ever have to just take what we're given, Okay, it's about using our feminine power to influence and make change and make things go the way we want them to go. All right. As of right now, we are at war. If you have noticed, you remember back in the day um, when they would show interracial couples, it was always a black guy with a white woman. Well, this is what they're starting to realize. Okay, if we have these white women with the black men, then these children that are coming out are more likely to be too black in their minds still. Because I don't care if you're black, white, or Spanish. I don't care how strong you think you are as a woman. At the end of the day, when it comes to the religion that family is going to follow uh, politically or thought processes, it will always be that of the father, period. When it all falls down, when it all comes down to it, The father and his beliefs, his mindset will have the most influence over the family. Okay, so they started learning. Okay, so we're getting these white girls. We're pushing them onto these black men. But then they're producing black boys that are still growing up to be modeled like black men and act like a black man. And the black man's preference and and mindset is still going to preside over the mother's. So then they were like, okay, let's figure out a new plan. And then they were at their board meeting of the crackers. And the one cracker was like, I've got it. What we need to do is if the man has the most influence on the power in the family and the mindset and the direction the family will go, then what we need to do is take the black women and push them on the white men. Okay, that's what we'll do that way. And some people like to say, oh, well, when black women are with white men, they're calling the shots. Bullshit. No, they're not. No, they're not. 
I had got into a debate about that with someone about Candace Owens. They were like, oh yeah, Candace Owens is so mouthy and so headstrong. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, um, you know, at the end of the day, she with a white man. She is always going to regurgitate and sound like a white man because she's letting a white man literally inside of her body every day. You're letting a white man inside your body sexually every day. You trust and believe his mindset, his mannerism, his thoughts, his processes will get embedded into your psyche. I said, and she can sit in front of y'all all day and make it seem like she's so headstrong and calling the shots. I said, trust and believe. When it's all said and done and it's her and him behind closed doors, trust and believe she ain't doing all that mouthing off and all that to them. Like I tell black women all the time, you sit and you come down on black men so hard and black men are so terrible. Well, half of the stuff that black men put up with, men of other races would never. Okay, so you can think that people like Candace Owens are, you know, sitting there running their white husbands. No, they're not. She can sit in front of people all day and make it seem like she calling this shot and she doing that. No, she not. No, she not. Because then white men do not play that. Baby, you will end up missing. Talk back if you want to. Do all that talking back, baby. You're going to end up stuck in the oil well like old boy from California from American American Murder, whatever that Netflix special was. Okay, you seen what happened with old girl try to stand up to him? Okay, ended up missing. You and the kids. Huh. Fingers the game. Okay, so... This is why now, every time you turn a TV and you looking at a TV show or a movie, why now it has switched up and they like to hell with wasting our time. These white women let us down. We sent them in here to get these black men and all they did was go get that black D and start doing whatever these Negroes said. They was like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, y'all failed. Y'all had one job. They told them white girls, like, man, y'all had one job. Y'all was supposed to come in here and be able to, you know, create these kids that we need that got a little melanin, but you were supposed to keep their mind white, like the white man. But these kids with black fathers, especially black boys, were still turning out to think and act and model themselves as their black dads. Okay, so back to the drawing board. Now, what we need to do is have these black women with the white men. That way, we still get children that are mixed and melanated to help us not die out. But it will be the man's mindset and the decision he makes that will affect the children most. Okay. So now, if you have a black woman that has a child with a white man and produces a mixed race son then yes, he may be brown like his mother. However, when it comes to his mindset, when it comes to the way that he thinks, when it comes to his level of loyalty, he will be a black man with the mind of a white man. I, I, it also works the same with uh, the girls. It's just even stronger with the boys. But I know a mixed girl right now, mixed with a black dad, white mom, raised by uh, her white mom. And when I tell you this girl looked like a black woman on the outside, but if you sit and have a conversation with her, she sounds just like a Karen. Like her mindset is 100% that of a white woman. Okay. This is how it works. So 
black women we have to go to war now we have to understand where we're at now if you're one of those people that feel like oh love is love and you can't help who you love baby this ain't the show for you okay because i don't like hearing that unless it's in a movie and i got popcorn and sweet tarts with my feet up and a cold beverage then i find that entertaining but when we're talking about real life where these people are trying to wash us out, kill us, and just erase us in total. Do you think I care about hearing about how love is love? Can you imagine a world with no black people in it? Can you really imagine that? Baby, that's what I'm concerned about. Baby, I'm over here trying to figure out how I can make the most black babies I possibly can. Okay, with a blackity black man, period. That's what we need to be doing, sisters. Okay, your mindset will attract what you're thinking on, what you're focused on. Okay, so when I see a hundred negative conversations about black men for every one positive conversation, I can't take the women having these conversations seriously because all you're doing is complaining about black men. So how on earth are you expecting to attract anything Besides more black men that you're going to have to complain about, sis. Okay. And I know that all the, the all the mad Megans are saying right now, well, you know, black men marry outside their race more than we do. Again, feminine women don't complain. Okay. Women that are not black are ugly. Black women are the most beautiful race of women, period. These white girls be having hair the color of dogs, dog fur. Okay, most women of other races, they be doing so much to not look like themselves. If you be seeing these white girls now, they spray painting themselves, getting lip injections, cheekbone implants, booties. They are, you got, look at girls like Kylie Jenner, for example. Do you think that she didn't know that she was ugly? She knew she was ugly. This is why she totally rebuilt. These white girls are totally rebuilding themselves because they know they naturally ugly. So now you have black women that are the most naturally beautiful, curvaceous, luscious and scrumptious race of women on the planet. Okay, so black men are not not being with black women because of other races looking better than us. Period. They are going because they want feminine women that cooperate and are not a headache. All right. Those brothers that are that decide to step out. Hey, that's on them. But what I can say and what I have seen for a fact is that majority of black men do want to be married and majority. And when I say majority, a good 95 percent. A good majority of black men want to be married and want to be married to black women. I preach all the time. As feminine women, we hold the higher mental strength. It starts with us. You cannot just sit and complain about black men. You have to know your power and know how to influence and attract. That way we don't have to sit and have hour-long conversations about how black men aren't this and black men aren't that. Okay? We do not need to be getting bitter. If you deal with a black man, it didn't go well, oh well. Fix what you're attracting. Fix yourself. Recalibrate your mindset. 
and get back to work. These black men want to get married and they want to get married to feminine women. Black men are so desperate for femininity at this point. They don't care if it's a Spanish feminine woman, white feminine woman. They want feminine women. Okay. Men are not going to be the one to go first, so to speak, to change the narrative between us as black men and women. Okay. We hold the higher emotional intelligence. Therefore, it needs to start with us to be the ones to influence the chain change between us and the relationship with our men. Okay, y'all all of a sudden turn into Socrates and scholars every time you have an argument about why black men are so bad for us. Then all of a sudden you pulling up statistics, demographics, and all of a sudden you turn into such shit and start writing entire essays and articles about why black men are no good for you. Imagine the difference that things would make for you if you did the opposite. What if you started making lists about the good things about black men? Okay. We do not complain. We influence the change we want to see, sisters. Okay, if they have now switched things up to use us as the number one war tactic tool, then it's time to sit and reflect as to why. And it's time to sit and reflect and say, you know what? Oh my God, we really are powerful. Because now they're coming after us. They are on our necks my sisters okay and I will be the first one to tell you sisters especially in 2020 especially with the direction things are going keep them white men from in between your legs period and that also includes your gynecologist did you know that black women are more likely to die during childbirth more likely to be misdiagnosed with disease or infection when it is by a white doctor, especially a white male doctor, okay? We have a higher chance of higher infant mortality rates. Uh, I'm sorry, lower infant mortality rates. We have better chances of healthier babies and pregnancies when we go for medical care with someone that look like you. When they look at your baby, they need to look at it as their own baby. How can you do that if that person is not in your race? In order for you to relate to something or understand something, you have to see your own reflection in it. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Black women, keep them white men from in between your legs. Forget them. Them dying out, their birth rates declining is not our problem. I'm going to step back to what we talked about in the beginning of this conversation about our ancestors. Okay, you have to really, if you really want to gain a loyalty to your female ancestors as a black woman, then you have to really take time to meditate on the things that our grandmothers endured at the hands of white men. Okay, you have to really, you cannot write off the disgusting things that our female ancestors went through at the hands of white men. You cannot write that off as something that happened a long time ago and that, well, you know, this man isn't the one that did that. That's dangerous. Let me tell you something. When it comes to the respect of our four mothers, there is no expiration date on that. Okay. 
I don't understand how two generations, barely two generations go by of when it was not legal for them to see whichever one of us that they wanted and take us behind a shed and just take our body. I don't understand how it's been only two generations since that has been legal. And the minute that it was okay, so many of y'all could not wait to willingly lay down with these people. It's about respect. Okay. A great way to honor your ancestors is to participate in things or do things that they could not or to take advantage of the things that they fought and died for for us to have. So if our female ancestors, if some of them chose to fight and die so that we today don't have to deal with walking down the street, having a white man think that our sweet black ass looks good and being able to just grab you up and go get it and then pull his pants up. If our foremothers fought so that we would not have to go through that, why the hell would your big grown ass decide on your own to go lay up under that lunch meat? It's disrespectful, baby. There is no time stamp on disrespect. There is no, oh, that was 50 years ago. No. Once an entire race of men has violated another entire race of women, our race of women, that's it. It's done. If our foremothers were not afforded the right to tell you no, then we will. If my mothers that came before me would did not have the option to say no to you, then it is my duty as their granddaughter to tell you no every chance I get. I can't wait for white men to ask me a question of any type. No, no and no. I can't wait. Please ask me some. I especially love when homeless white men ask me for change. No, I don't even, I, I say no. I don't even explain. Okay, if it's a man of color, I might, you know, say, oh, well, I don't have any cash. Or I might give him a little quarter. But boy, I can't wait. It'd be like nobody, literally nobody, not one soul. Me, no. Cracker, no. Okay, we don't got to hold our tongue for them. We don't owe them any respect or any answers. Okay, every time a white boy be trying to talk to me and I and I ignore them or hit them with the boy, please. Oh, well, you don't want to give me a chance because I'm white. Okay, you know, you're going to hold yourself back. Okay, you only want to, you don't want to deal with me because I'm white. Yes, Tyler, bye. What the hell? I don't got to explain nothing to you. That's your problem now, colonizer. You think I owe you something. I don't owe you nothing, Tyler. And every time them white boys want to holler at you, they got to bring down black men to holler. Oh, well, I know that you probably, you know, they'll say black men aren't the only ones, you know, that's good in bed or, or, oh, I know that you probably like black men, but man, keep black men name out your mouth, Tyler. I know you're threatened AF. The mere fact that me as a black woman tell you no and you think I owe you an explanation shows how naturally rapey and colonizing you are, Tyler. I can say what I want to say about you, Tyler. I can call you what I want to call you. I don't owe you nothing. Okay, sisters, redirect that attitude. See how we love to have that attitude toward black men that's like, I don't owe you nothing, nigga. I don't got to do nothing for you, shoot redirect that attitude toward white men please and, and we'll see a big change 
okay because right now they coming for the wombs of black women like no other i mean it's a full-time job and that is such an accomplishment for these men to sit and plant their seeds in black fertile soil that we have all right we are queens not pawns i don't care what black men are nothing that we do as women should be dictated by what black men are doing we have a different duty okay they will be held responsible and accountable for their own actions by their own male ancestors okay we need to be more focused on our own code as women okay we got to refocus we so busy worried about everybody else but ourselves black women need to get selfish black women need to make their first focus be themselves their grandmothers that came before them period all right um i just hate to see us being used and then have the nerve to attempt to convince us that they're somehow doing us a favor and have the nerve to always portray these white men with black men as them treating us better and having more money and being better husbands to us like how dare you use somebody as a pawn in a war against their own people and then have the nerve to sit and try to portray them as making a difference in the world and being better off yeah better off until you die and then you have to sit and face all your mothers that came before you that got raped by his uncle and his granddaddy yeah it's all sweet while you here okay this is a very short journey on a very long path that we're on yeah it's all cool till you transition and become an ancestor then your ancestor looking at you tapping their foot with their arms crossed like really boy i can't be me boy i can't do it i just cannot do it i would be pissed off if it was me okay if i had these race of men sit and take my body whenever they wanted over and over and then my granddaughter sat and was laid up with their grandson i'm not gonna lie i'm taking off my shoe taking off my shoe I'm taking off my belt. Delete all that shit. I'm pissed. Okay? That's what I'm doing. So we have to understand that it is no different for our ancestors that came before us. Especially when y'all love to walk around talking about how our ancestors died for us to vote. Yes. Your ancestors also died for you not to get raped. And also died for you to not be forced to lay down with these saltines. But we see you still doing that. Talking about love is love, baby. Keep the same energy. Okay, if we gonna sit and say our ancestors died for that, well, understand what else they died for too, baby. Don't pick and choose now. Okay, don't do all that picking and choosing now. Don't let, let's be consistent with things, okay? Because that ain't adding up. All right, we are at war uh, I will be continuing to cover subjects like this because I just feel like we get so easily lulled to sleep. I was so disappointed to see that the trending topic this week was Birkin bags. Wow. Whenever I start seeing stuff like that, it, it reminds me, nope, keep your foot back on next. Nope, keep applying pressure because look how easily that we sit and get distracted. And then before we know it, we sitting here arguing and competing 
about who can give the most money to white people. So every time I think, okay, we're making progress, we're doing good, something like this happens. And the trending topic becomes bragging about who can give the most thousands and thousands of dollars to white people that don't care about us. And then I'm like, dang it, we were doing good for a second. Okay, sisters, forget about talking about the Birkins. Forget about talking negatively about your own man. Because you know what? It's so easy to not want to be accountable and just change the race of men to avoid having to change yourself. But I'm going to tell you something right now. You may think that by switching out and going and getting with a man of another race is going to guarantee you something. But you need to understand that men of other races, they are they have these similar conversations that we're having right now. Okay, And they have been groomed, conditioned, and trained from children to protect their own women first. This is why I don't understand when black women are so quick to want to step out and attach themselves to a man of another race. Honey, they're putting their own women first, not you. It's never happening. Trust me. Okay, They are always, when things get real, Okay, when things hit the fan, trust and believe they are always going to be more loving, understanding and protective and their priority will always be the women of their own race. This is why you do not take yourself out from under black men and place yourself under the race of other men. I don't care how bad you think black men are. You are better off being under their jurisdiction in a way, so to speak. Then to go get with an Indian man and now think that he's going to go against all Indian women for you. It's not happening. Or to go get with a white man and to think that he's going to go against all white women for you. No. Okay. The gender war, the complaining is over. As women, we got to step up, be feminine, play our part, influence things to be the way we want them to be that only our feminine energy can get us. We need black men. Focus on your masculinity. Focus on your leadership. Focus on your manhood so that you can create safe spaces for feminine women. If everybody first worry about themselves and then worry about supporting and holding their peers of their own sex accountable, we'll be doing better. But we got too many black men trying to run around wasting energy complaining and telling black women what to do and then we got too many black women sitting here complaining about men telling men what to do as opposed to everybody stopping and reflecting within themselves first first check yourself then check your sisters first check yourself then check your brothers okay it's over with guys Things are about to get continue to get real and real. I know I have mentioned this before. I do not say this to scare anybody. I say this to keep it real. Okay, things are changing and they're changing quickly. We have to be aware. We have got to stop living in denial. Living in denial will get you killed. Living in denial is not safe. It does not shield you from anything. It does not prevent anything. All right. Let's stay aware, you guys. Let's stay aware. Let's stay awake. Um, Let's continue to play chestnut checkers. And let's continue to do our part and everybody play their role. Stay focused, brothers and sisters. This is just the beginning. You think that everything is coming to a close? No, baby. This is scene one. We are in action right now.
okay i love you all i want to see us all be focused i want to all see us stay on point i want to all see us use our minds use our intelligence use our common sense and continue to stay alive keep our people alive keep our race alive and progress forward i love you all we are out of time for this week and peace love and black power